about venturing out into the dust? Taking a trip to the great unknown? Worried about not being able to reach your canteen when you need it most? Look no further than right in front of you with the Backpack Beverage Strap. With the Backpack Beverage Strap, hydration is always in reach. Strap it to the strap of any backpack, duffel bag, or satchel and have it ready for your drinking pleasure. The Backpack Beverage Strap. Handy hydration at the most convenient location. So anyway, listeners, during our commercial break, I was telling our producer that on my way in this morning from checking our external water supply, I had to hightail it away from a couple of goat bears. Luckily, I know that goat bears love jerky, and I always keep some in my pocket in case of an attack. They almost got me too, but luckily, I'm smarter than the average goat bear. (laughs) Quicker too. And you want to know what this guy said to me? My colleague? my coworker, my friend, a man who's supposed to care about my well-being at the very least from a professional, if not personal one. You wanna know what he said? He said to count my blessings because it could be worse. (laughs) And I was like, really? What could be worse than being attacked by goat bears in the middle of an apocalypse? I could think of a few things. Oh yeah, like what? Trying to get Dennis into her harness again. Okay, yep, yep, that's... that's fair. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I I don't like you being right. It makes me really uncomfortable. So, I'm gonna change the subject. (laughs) Well, lovely listeners, the phone lines are now open. If you think there's something worse than being attacked by goat bears or putting a rabid beef coon in a harness, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget, our number is 240-284-6585. Or use CB Radio Channel 13. Give us a ring and we'll put you on the airwaves. Highway here. You are on the air. Highway, the fair. No. Wait, no, 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 no. Well, hey there, caller. You're on the air with Highway 61. He was right. I'm sorry, what? Who was right? The, the producer? No, wait. Uh, who is this? It's Colt. Highway, Redacted was right. I didn't want him to be. I thought he was lying or fuck, I don't know, just being overdramatic, but it all tracks. I've dotted my I's, I've crossed my T's. I mean, the point is, it tracks. Or at least, a lot more than I'm comfortable with. Colt, hey, Colt, why don't you just take a breath and just tell us what happened, okay? I told you that I met up, right? With that voice from the radio? The one who hacked your airwaves. Redacted? Yeah, you told me. Uh, Called me at like two in the morning, but... Yeah, right. Sorry about that. Hey, man, it's fun. (laughs) I love a good late-night panic attack. Right? (laughs) Super fun. Anyways, remember I told you he gave me that file of, like, leads? People to talk to who could back up what he was saying. Yeah, and I gave you actual coordinates to work off of? Yeah, Highway. You know you're the best. Uh, Well, I'm guessing you talked to them. I mean, based on us having this conversation. Some of them. It's a long list. And some of them are part of groups or live in places I've never even heard of. And you can't even access half of these places this time of year, but... I started talking to the ones I can. Encampments all over this side of the Mississippi Valley. Like in Casa and Mount Heim? In Casa, Mount Heim. I even made it up to Pewter Ridge. Do you remember that place? It was like a steampunk-styled theme park. They used it as an evac area when everything was first starting. It was one of the first encampments to be set up. Practically a ghost town now. Pewter Ridge? I knew it was on the list, but I didn't think there was anything there. 
I thought everybody got pushed out by a dust storm like four years ago. At least that's what the report said. That's what I heard too. But I figured nothing is as it seems, so I went up there. Did you find something? Not something. Someone. Someones, actually. There was a man with his daughter camped out there. Apparently, he used to be a custodian at the park when it was still operational. His family evacuated there permanently when it was first established as a safe zone. He's been there ever since. Put my gopher reporting skills to use and interviewed him. I'm sorry, what? Gophers. You know, like one of the interns that had to gather the information no one else wanted to. They made us run around like crazy people so they had enough material to run a decent story. But I was right out of school, so it's the best I could really do. Oh. Well, the more you know, I guess. <laughs> so, why was he on Redacted's list? From what I can tell, it's how that place turned into a ghost town. Apparently one day, early in the morning, before anyone else in the park was up, he went out hunting. When he got back that evening, the whole place was packing up. Entire families were grabbing as much stuff as they could carry and getting into these trucks that weren't there before. As these smiling people with clipboards were walking around, just jotting things down, talking to people. When he got back to his house, he found his wife was loading food and clothes into boxes as she chatted with this man in a white suit he hadn't seen before. When he asked her what she was doing, what everyone was doing, she told him that these people had shown up earlier that day in their trucks and told them all about new opportunities in the West and what they could find out there. They even offered to transport everyone's things and document it all just to make sure that it got back to the right people. That's weird. That's what he thought. It felt off to him. He tried to talk to his wife about it, but she really wanted them to go. They started to fight, and she ended up leaving with the trucks. Left their daughter behind with him. Why didn't he ever leave? Take his daughter to another encampment? He didn't know where to go, so he just stayed put. He assumed this happened at every encampment. He figured since they already got hit, he was safe with his kid. And I think he's holding out hope that maybe his wife might come back someday. Oh. Yeah. I'm... I'm a little confused, though. What's this have to do with New Elysium? Well, I think those people, the one with the trucks and the clipboards, were from New Elysium. He told you that? Well, no. They never... I guess they never said exactly who they were, just that they were from the West. And that their shit was really high-tech. Like, things we didn't even have before the world ended. And New Elysium is in the West and run by a tech company. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but that doesn't mean for sure it was New Elysium. And even if it was, four years ago, that's back when New Elysium was still being established as a city. They may have simply been trying to get people to move in. In an admittedly kind of creepy, but kind of nice way? Uh, I don't know. Hey, honestly, I wasn't sure what to make of it at first either. I still don't, really. But his story combined with the other things I heard... What do you mean? I mean, after Pewter Ridge, I started trying to track down the next person from the list. There wasn't a location for her, just... A migration map, almost. Which put her down somewhere in my neck of the woods, near Incasa, at this time of year. So you headed there next? Yeah. Once I got there, I went straight to the saloon and started asking around. Had to pound a double shot of whiskey to get some respect. <sighs> Can always count on that good old male-driven society that didn't crumble with the end of the world. <laughs> 
Right. So after I let everyone know that I'm that bitch, I sit down and figure out who knows some things, who's seen some shit. A few names and guesses about who I might have been talking about got tossed around, but one name kept escaping everyone's lips, almost as if they were afraid of her, or afraid of what she's seen. After a mixed bag of bartering, betting, and belligerent badgering, I got directions to the woman everyone's kept referring to as the transient. Why do they call her the transient? Because she never stays in one encampment for too long. A few months at most, then she packs up and heads out without a word. I mean, that's not unusual. A lot of people are nomadic these days. Some people just aren't the type to settle. Yeah, I know that, but I asked her why, in particular, she keeps moving around. Apparently, four different times the encampment she was living at was taken over by New Elysium. They would just show up one day, claiming that they desperately needed the local resources for themselves. More than the people that were currently using them did, apparently. But, in compensation, everyone in the encampment was invited to join New Elysium and take advantage of the opportunities it possessed. Which some did. Some people decided to move to New Elysium. Others, like her though, decided to move on to other places. Three times she moved, and three more times at some point, whether it be months or years after she moved there, New Elysium would just show up and it would happen all over again. I mean, it's shitty luck that it keeps happening to her, and it is a shitty thing for New Elysium to do, but I mean, it's not like they hurt anyone, and if anything, she's proof that they don't force people to come with them. Well, yeah, but even that lines up with what Redacted told me, that they don't just take anyone, that they're selective about it. Like, okay, I talked to this girl, right, from Redacted's list. Her and her dad used to scrap across the country, start up north near you, and head right down Route 66 until they hit the other coast, then head back. They did this for years, and then one year, they decided to change their routine a little bit, try scrapping up the coast before heading home. They set up camp one night, maybe 10 miles from New Elysium's border. She remembers because they kept coming across these speakers that were blasting like commercials for it and telling them how close they were. Like a roadside attraction sign? Best pie in the state, three miles, or free ice water, exit 110? <laughs> Essentially, apparently they were super loud. Kept her up till like 2am. She didn't wake up until nearly noon the next day. And when she did, her dad was gone. Gone? Gone. Like... Magon. No word, no reason, no trace. Nothing. I mean, maybe he just wandered off without his GPS unit and got lost. The dust is a big place. Highway. They're in the middle of the Barrens. He left his particle mask behind. Oh. He wouldn't have made it six feet out there without inhaling enough dust to cut his lungs to shreds. If he went out there on his own, by choice... She would have found his body. That's... Weird, right? I... I mean... Highway. Just give me a second to think, okay? Because that's... Uh, new Elysium and, uh, and, and Evil Terra. It, uh, it's weird, right? And that's not all. I talked to this guy up in an old ski resort, and he told me his brother was trying to get into New Elysium for months, just doing everything he can to pad his resume. And he got into it like first round of interviews. After nearly a year, and all of a sudden, he changes his mind. Just completely backed out. Said he was having bad dreams. 
Colt? Colt? Can, can you hear me, man? Hey! Hey, producer man! Hey, Emerson! I heard you, and I heard the beat cut out. I'm trying to figure out what happened. Well, figure out faster! I'm working on it. I swear to God, if one of those barrel things that for a system, I may get it fixed just so I can kill you on my radio. You saw them go back the other way, and we haven't heard them all day. Just their growls alone would interrupt our frequency. Let me go then. If you're just tuning in, I'm Arthur Delaney with an urgent safety report. We're getting breaking news here at EVN that a dust storm is heading straight for the Pastoria settlement. Citizens still remaining in Pastoria are advised to stay where they are and gather sufficient resources to wait out the storm. Thank you for tuning into Station 10 Nowhere. For credits and updates, follow us on social media at Station 10 Nowhere. That's Station O-N-E-O-H Nowhere. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'll catch you on the airwaves.